Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Welcome back to today's issues. Couple things. Uh, by the way, you're listening uh, to AFR American Family Radio. Tim, Fred, and now Steve Jordahl joins us. Good morning, Fred, Steve. Good morning, t- Tim. <laughs> uh, I called you Fred, but I just introduced Fred. <laughs> yeah, I've been called much worse. <laughs> we welcome Fred and his other brother, Fred. That's right. <laughs> For you Newhart fans, you know what I'm talking about. Right. Um, what was I going to say there? Lost my train of thought. Uh, tomorrow. Uh, yes, tomorrow. Thank you, Fred. And your other brother, Fred. Uh, tomorrow, uh, we are going to air a special during the Today's Issues Hour. It's the uh, God Who Speaks radio special. The God Who Speaks radio special. You're going to really enjoy that. We have our whole team has other obligations to attend to here on today Today's Issues. So uh, if you tune in tomorrow, we don't have five COVID uh, cases. Okay. We got other things that we have to do. We have a responsibility for that. We just won't be able to do live radio so that we'll air that special tomorrow, but that's, so we'll be back on what Thursday, mm-hmm. we'll be back on Thursday live for, uh, today's issues. Um, <laughs> Walker came to my office earlier this morning and said, you know, when, when are we going to quit tweeting about having a cold? Huh? <laughs> Talking about Talking about all these people who tweet, hey, I have COVID. Uh, well, okay. We're, we're going to, everybody going to tweet mm. every time you, you know, get a, mm. what amounts to nowadays a cold. Yeah. Really? The, uh, now there are a handful of people that get seriously ill with mm-hmm. COVID now, mm-hmm. but uh, the vast, vast majority of people, it either doesn't impact them at all, mm-hmm. hardly, mm-hmm. or they have like a head cold or something like that. So, that's right. Uh, the other thing I was going to say was, <clears throat> you know, I have to guard myself because I will go on a tangent and y'all will be looking at me like seven minutes later. Like, when is he going to quit talking so we can get on with the show? <laughs> Feel free to give me a, some kind of, you know what I'm saying? Tip off that I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm headed down tangent row. All right. So road. So the other thing I was going to talk about was uh, we are about out of space on our tip. The June trip, Washington, D.C., Mount Vernon, Williamsburg, Jamestown, those are full. But uh, September's still open. I think we have four seats left on our Williamsburg, Jamestown, Yorktown spiritual heritage tour in September. And we have about 30 seats left for the Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon part. So I'm just saying that we're just about full. If you want to do both, we're going to be probably full in the next couple of days. So if you want to join us in September for either one of those tours, uh, we're going to have a great time. It's a beautiful time of year along the mm-hmm. mid-Atlantic, uh, middle of September. It's usually perfect weather. So if you want to join us, uh, then go to the website spiritualheritagetours.com. Spiritualheritagetours.com. All the information is there for the September tours. All right, Steve, good morning again. Good morning. I just found out that my wife's parents, my in-laws, have been on one of your tours. They went, and they raved about it. They just thought it was the best thing ever. So there's an endorsement for you. 
Um, it's been it's been a couple of years. I don't know what year they went, but they went uh, on the spiritual I, heritage I, tours. They loved it. I get your lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Just between us, so. you heard that, didn't you? Okay, I don't want I, I, I don't I don't want it to seem like you know I'm paying you right. to give an advertisement there. But that was good. Good. So well, that's they did. You know what? We try our very best to give everybody a wonderful experience, and it's fun mixing with people who listen to us. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to them, visiting with them, and getting to know people uh, all across the country. Yeah. who listen to AFR. So that's one of the side benefits of doing these tours, not just seeing the sites, but also getting to visit with the folks who listen to us and pray for us and support us. So we look forward to the, uh, again, June's full, but uh, September still got some seats left. Yes, sir. There's a television monitor in our studio here. Uh-huh. President Biden <laughs> is up there telling the world, why uh, high grocery prices, fuel prices. It's not my fault. It's Vladimir Putin and inflation all around the world. Underneath that is, this is Fox News, Biden. GOP offers blame. No solutions on prices. That's what Biden says. A minute ago, the super was, Biden tries to pass blame for increasing prices. That's what Fox up there has the lead you know i i gotta tell you i'm not one generally to comment on a man's physical appearance uh because i'm not exactly gq (laughs) but this uh biden needs a haircut pretty serious don't you think yeah getting kind of scraggy around the edges yeah he needs a haircut so many can a man not get a haircut if he's president they can manage okay they have to give the 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 barber or the Hair person needs to have a security clearance because well, you know everybody talks to their barber about everything. So, well, now if you're European, it doesn't matter because those guys just roll out of bed and go go. Certainly, go. Boris Johnson does. Yes, yeah, they they just go with whatever whatever you know. I don't. Yeah, they don't they don't believe in hair combing your hair, getting a haircut. But anyway, so so Biden's trying to blame. Where is he today? Where is he doing this uh, press conference? He's in D.C. This is a little stage okay. they built. And the backdrop is uh, the sign behind the president. This must be from the White House. He's reading oh, yeah. it. Yeah. He's reading it. By the way, he doesn't do uh, press conferences from the Oval Office. Have you have you heard about this? Yeah. They, they walk over to the old executive office, which is next door to the White House, where they've got a uh, – uh, a, a set, if you will. It's that, weird. That, that they says, built a set. They built a set to simulate the White House, <laughs> which is right next door. Well, they said they don't have room for teleprompters. You think maybe, I, maybe Jill's not keeping the White House clean? Yeah. Nah, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> yeah, I, I read where that they didn't have room for teleprompters for him in the Oval <laughs> Office or, or where he would normally oh. do press conferences. <laughs> You know what uh, Biden needs to do, which he won't do? He needs to face the press and the media. Mm-hmm. He just All he can do now is stand up and read a teleprompter, mm-hmm. and he doesn't take any questions. If he does take questions, he brushes them off, or he gives a non-answer, and then he walks away, or he says, my staff won't let me talk to you. <laughs> How many times does he say that out loud? He's not. Does he not realize he's not supposed to say that? Yeah. I can only remember in the last several months one formal news conference Remember, it was about three, four months oh, yeah. ago. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and he doesn't do sit down one on ones. Oh, uh, you remember how President Trump used to do sit down one on ones? Yes, and Obama did too. Yeah, uh, it's all presidents have always done sit down one on ones, like with Chris Wallace during the campaign. Trump did a whole hour. Mm-hmm. 
with Chris Wallace, and and he hit him, and mm-hmm. Trump answered all his questions. Mm-hmm. You may not have liked his answers, but he did. You got to give him credit. Yeah. Trump took. Uh, Trump would go out to the uh, uh, get on Marine One at the White House. Oh yeah. And he'd stand there on the rope line, and the reporters would just toss questions at him one on one. Yeah, one after another. Sometimes 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Biden doesn't do anything like that. Uh, he, of course, we all know why. This is, uh, we all know why he can't. He can't. He doesn't have the, um, how shall I say? Presence. Uh, he, he, yeah, he doesn't, he's, he, he's not capable uh, of doing it any longer, of doing give and takes or even sit. Can you imagine him with Chris Wallace for an hour like Trump did? Can you imagine? No. Uh, and of course, his handlers don't want him talking to the press because he's a he's a he's a he's a gaff an hour. Mm-hmm. Always has been, even before he went on, even before he started showing signs of a mental decline. Yeah. I guess you could say they would not. He would not be president were it not for COVID, because right. he's to the whole campaign from his basement. They were blaming COVID for it. Said so we can't get out because of COVID. He was having car rallies where. You know, maybe 200 people would show up, um, and that was their say. Well, it's COVID; he can't get out. But if they, if it were a regular campaign season, and he was able to get out and and had to get out and campaign and speak, oh, I know, no one, we would never, no one would have bought it. I know. All right, so uh, so he's trying. What, is he saying anything new today, Fred? No, uh, it, it's the old thing. Uh, we need the uh, American millionaires to pay more taxes. Uh, he says fl- inflation is worldwide, so it's not really my fault. Uh, and of course, Putin, the war with Ukraine. So it's everybody else's fault. Just, just stay at the white. Just, you know, stay at your white. Don't, don't, don't do this. I would they say can, this doesn't help anybody. They can only excuse for so long, as you guys mentioned last hour. The Biden inflation crisis is going to be with this country and the rest of the world for a while. So yes. they're going to have to confront it at some point. Not- Stock market. Way down, didn't it? Yep. Over the last what week, ten days? Friday and again yesterday, it was down. Friday, it was like was it eleven hundred, twelve hundred points, something. It was like off. That? Yeah, tw- the Dow went it fell over a thousand points. I think it's twelve hundred points on Friday. It fell another six, five, four or five hundred yesterday. It was up five hundred today, and it is now two hundred in the hole. It has fallen. Is that because of uh, the inflation? They just yeah. Well, the Fed, uh, the the. The stock market likes to know what's going to be happening. They like uh, certainty. So uncertainty is not good. And then the Fed says it's going to be having to tackle inflation by uh, raising interest rates. And they're going to have to raise it aggressively. That's not good for for American businesses. It's not good for uh, the borrowing. And, and so um, the, the stock market reacts negatively. I would to love to see what would happen if President Joe Biden was to announce today, hey, you know what? These leases, uh, Keystone, we're opening it all up again. We're going back to a policy of energy independence for this country. I bet you the economy would explode. And he'd have another four years, or the Democrats would too. Yep. But they're not going to do that because <laughs> they're beholding to the left-wing greeners. Mm-hmm. All right, don't, all right, don't Steve. tell them. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> no, no one tell them. All, all right. right, Steve, go. So we've been kind of documenting the the – uh, chaos that this country has been going through since the release of this uh, Supreme Court draft decision on Roe v. Wade that it looks like the justices are leaning towards overturning Roe v. Wade. 
And one by one, we've seen more and more anger, more and more chaos coming from the left on this. Um, I thought Tucker Carlson last night in his opening statement summed up the problem pretty well. I wanted to let you hear. He says it's not so much that they're angry at inflation or they're angry at they're angry at god hmm. this is what tucker is saying they're angry at christianity this is a, about a two-minute monologue isn't i've it? cut it down to a one one minute i cut it down to 56 seconds okay this was last night on tucker it Carlson. was last night on tucker carlson cut eight why are liberals angry at christianity you wouldn't think they would be christianity has been the single greatest force for human rights in history in fact the western understanding of human rights our understanding of human rights all of us atheists included is based on Christianity. That's where it comes from. Christianity is the reason we don't have slavery and segregation and children working in factories. Christians did that. Modern liberals hate Christianity not because it's repressive, but because they are. Any religion that puts God before government is by definition a threat to their power. Most offensive of all, Christianity specifically rejects their most cherished dogma, which is racial hierarchy. The Christian message is the opposite of the equity agenda. Christianity describes a universal brotherhood of man, every person created in God's image, and therefore, for that reason, morally equal. Undermining Christianity is the central project of the left. Wow. He had a lot more to say, and uh, I would encourage people to go watch that. Mm. Uh, excellent monologue there from Tucker Carlson. And he's right. He's absolutely right on every point, and it's provable. It's, yes. it's historically accurate. Yeah, the left is angry with Christianity. That's why That's why you see, uh, and it goes behind, they don't want school choice. They don't want voucher programs so parents can send their kids to Christian schools. Uh, I just read this morning where, you know, there have been Christians very concerned about the books that are being offered in our schools, some of these sexually explicit books. Uh, the American Library Association, the teachers union getting together to stop the banning of any books. I mean, this is a war on Christianity. It's not a war on Islam. It's not a war on Hinduism. It's a war on Christianity and Christian principles. Well, absolutely. And if you look at the, uh, I'm not a history on, I'm, I'm, excuse me, I'm not an expert on world history, although I enjoy reading about it. And Ed, hmm. Ed Battagliano, he is uh, very knowledgeable on world history. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Joseph Stalin, the communist dictator of Russia in the middle of the 20th century, and Mao Zedong, mm-hmm. when was he? Wasn't he early 20th century? No, uh, came about, to power after World War II, I believe. So about, 30, about the middle? About, yeah, uh, no. around, so around he would have been a peer 40s. to Stalin? Yes. Uh, well, okay. 40s. He okay. died in the 70s, I think. Two of the, two of the top five mass murderers in history millions of people died under them atheist yeah communism depends on atheism mm-hmm. as a philosophy if that's really not a thought well maybe it is uh, a ruling uh, government uh, dogma yeah because they they can't accept uh christianity or any other belief in a higher being mm-hmm. uh we see what's happening with the uyghurs Muslims in uh, Western China, mm-hmm. because the <clears throat> communism cannot tolerate uh, 
communism cannot tolerate people who worship God more than they worship the communist party. That's right. Or communism. Mm-hmm. So it, they want to enforce atheism. Yes. Uh, well, what, atheism leads to despair. Uh, atheism leads to uh, your uh, a lack of empathy for fellow human beings because the your people are just uh, numbers, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Because, but w- whereas this is to C- uh, Tucker Carlson's point. Whereas Christianity, let's look at the United States of America and really Western civilization is it's based on the Christian teaching to love your neighbor as yourself. That's right. Right? And personal responsibility. And personal responsibility. And freedom and liberty. Yes. Uh, and human rights. Uh, the appeal both during the Civil War from those who were opposed to slavery and prior to the Civil War as well, and also the uh, civil rights movement of Dr. Martin Luther King <clears throat> led in the 60s, uh, were both uh, appeal to the Christian worldview mm-hmm. for ending slavery and then for ending racial segregation, mm-hmm. because uh, Dr. King, for example, a Baptist minister, was appealing to white Christian America to say, "Look, let's live up to the ideals taught in the Bible." That's right. Right. Yes. Now, and the the ideals taught in the Bible were reflected mm-hmm. in the Constitution of the United States. And the amendments that came afterward. Uh, so, to Tucker Carlson's point again, the link between Christianity and uh, our American way of life, uh, and then the Western civilization view of the world—that is, respecting people's dignity, that every human life is important in the eyes of God—that uh, is not true outside of. Did you, I would call it the Judeo-Christian That's correct. or biblical uh, view of man and human life. Mm-hmm. Every society, every government that has kicked God out, and you're thinking communist or uh, socialist or um, fascist government has been the most repressive, mm-hmm. murderous in the world. Yeah. Well, you can murder people if you – you can, you can murder people on a mass level – if they're just like cattle, if you if you dehumanize them, yes, you dehumanize them. Uh, that's the way. Well, look at what Putin's doing right now in, in Ukraine, for example. Yep. I'll give you a, a real time example. He's calling them Nazis, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Well, what, can, what do you do with Nazis? Mm-hmm. You kill them, mm-hmm. right? So the way it, uh, he he's justifying this mass murder going on inside Ukraine right now is to say these people are Nazis, mm-hmm. i.e. they're dehumanized, mm-hmm. and they're worthy of death, so we're going to do the right thing and take them out. Yep. You see how that works yes. psychologically? Yep. So, and they, they, they have no conscience, so they don't mind lying. No. Uh, if you Vladimir talk, Putin doesn't believe what he's saying. No, I agree. I agree. No, well, lying uh, in, the, in, the, in the Marxist communist view is acceptable if you... If you're, uh, if the end justifies the means, yes, or the means justifies whatever you. So if you want to get to something, get somewhere. If you have to lie, well, Putin said even a month or 
weeks before he invaded uh, Ukraine, we're not going to do this. Mm. We're not going to invade. You remember this? Oh, yes. So he knew he was lying at the time. Of course. But uh, that's why President Reagan always had the line, you know, trust but verify. Right. Remember that? Yes. Trust but verify. Mm. So lying is acceptable in if you if you don't believe lying is a sin <laughs> right yeah lying uh lying you know, lying to them is a tool to be used yes. to keep the people yes. oppressed yes all right you're listening to today's issues next up steve well one of the displays of anger that we have seen like i think we talked about this um pro-life group this family group in wisconsin the family action family wisconsin family action uh, group and their president is a is a friend of mine named Julene Appling. I've been speaking with her since I was working Focus. I called her yesterday just to check in and see how she was doing after this firebombing, and she decided she she can she said that she'd like to talk to us and and update us on what's going on. I want you to hear her perspective on what's going on. This is cut two. You don't throw Molotov cocktails into a an organization's office under the cloak of darkness. If you are not saying, wow, maybe we really are going to lose this thing, the left is, as you said, they're unhinged. And violence has now become their first response to anything they don't like. Today, it's on the pro-life issue. Tomorrow, it could be on any, any other issue that you and I could talk about. You know, this is just how they react now. They, they use their bullying and intimidation tactics to try to make us fearful to the point of being paralyzed or certainly going, you know, silent. They don't want us talking. They don't want us uh, standing up, showing up, and speaking up. They want us to go away, and we're not going to do that. Yeah, she said that they had nothing to do with, of course, with this uh, Supreme Court document that was leaked. The only reason that they got bombed, firebombed, is because they were, because they exist. Yeah. Just because they exist. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, it, it's uh, violence that's accepted by the left. Listen, we saw this uh, in the wake of George Floyd's uh, in Minneapolis, uh, where they tore up the city of Minneapolis, then Seattle, then <clears throat> Portland. You didn't have well, the mainstream media and the Democrats decrying what Black Lives Matter were doing in those cities. Listen, there were billions of dollars done across America. Yes. In the wake of the George Floyd uh uh, situation. But gentlemen, that was important. Remember, that was for yeah, rights. But, that was important. They were protesting. Yeah, but they. So. Uh, yeah, I know. There was That's what you kept hearing. Yeah. Well, they burned and and police stations. Yeah. Federal was, buildings. Yeah, and destroyed businesses all over yes. America. That haven't recovered. No. That whole section of Seattle, no. the the businesses have moved out, and there was no criticism. No. Of it from the left. Remember no. the famous line from. Uh, well, there's two famous lines that stand out on this uh, CNN's Chris Cuomo before he was fired. <laughs> yes. Remember him saying, uh, the, you know, you had all these cities on fire after the George Floyd situation, which, by the way, Chavez, mm-hmm. the officer, was sentenced to prison for yep. decades. Yes. He was charged mm-hmm. with murder. Mm-hmm. So the justice system worked out. Yes. We didn't have to have all... The city's burned no. and, and businesses destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, well, you know what? I had some really good stuff to say, but I'm out of time. Thursday. Huh? We'll be back Thursday. We'll be back. Yeah, tomorrow we'll have a special. 
because uh, uh, the team here is unavailable to be on live tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll have a special. The in, uh, the God Who Speaks, right, Brent? That's correct. The yeah, God the, Who Speaks. The God Who Speaks, hour and a half. You're going to love it. It's a great uh, radio show. And then our team will be back here Thursday live with another edition of Today's Issues. Uh, have a great day, everybody.